dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're all doing well. Sorry about the hiatus last week, but that's going to happen. That's just sort of a last-minute thing that came up I had to deal with. So we're back, which is good. Okay, and, you know, we got the crazy Oklahoma weather out there right now. It's sunny, could be, I don't know, thunderstormy, whatever, later. But speaking of weather, I was going to talk about weather effects in your game. And we will talk about that after this. Alrighty, weather effects. You know, rain, snow, sleet, all that. There's plenty of things in, in role-playing games from D&D on down that deal with weather effects in the game and how it affects the combat. But do you ever use them? I don't think about using them. That's the trouble right there. See, I don't think about using them unless it has a real effect, a bearing on the combat, on the encounter, on whatever. I really have never started a game with it's pouring rain outside. You guys are in a hot tavern or walking through the town in the rain or something like that, or even heading up into the hills. You come to a, you can do the classic, you come to the entrance of a dungeon with rain pouring down all over the place in the middle of the woods and lightning flashes all of a sudden, and then you have to go in or something like that. I've heard there are scenarios that are built around that, and it's good getting in and out of the cold because that's just another, that's kind of another inhibitor to the, the PCs. Now that they're in a dungeon or some other place like that, let's forget about the tavern in the town for a minute. If they're in a dungeon or some other like weird house or temple or old temple, ruins, whatever, and it's pouring rain, they're not going to want to go out of, outside. So that's a limiting factor right there. They have to go. They can't go back. They have to go onward, mostly. I mean, some of them say, "Oh, I'll just, I'll just stay out here with the horses in the rain, and I'll make a shelter." Sure, you will. That's when the game master has gets to have fun with you. But that's a whole nother thing. But I'm saying the weather, rain, snow, sleet, whatever, a tornado coming, who knows, encourages you to them rather to stay inside and keep going. So there's that. Weather effects, if you're doing wilderness stuff, it'll always affect it, just like terrain will, because you'll have, you know, the players are probably taking a minus to hit or something like that, depending on how severe the weather is. It could be a light rain, no problem. It could be a heavy rain. There's a problem. You can slip. If it's muddy, they could slip. You know, you have to make a dex check, things like that. Of course, it also is on the other side too. The monsters, unless they are native to the area and used to this, are at a disadvantage. And usually they are because, remember, the PCs are are not, it's the monster's home turf. And so they know how to deal with it. So automatically they're at a disadvantage. Now there's magical means where you can compensate for this, but, you know, I'm just talking about straight out encounter, that kind of thing. And snow will affect you. I mean, the cold will affect you. It, it might give you a minus, minus one or two on that. Who knows? Because, you know, it's cold. It's hard to swing that weapon when your hands are frozen to the weapon or something like that. 
other things like how about weather at sea? You don't get snow at sea, but you get rain. You get a lot of rain and rough seas. If you're fighting some kind of sea monster on a ship or even on the on the at the on the coast and it's raining, once again, you're automatically at a disadvantage. I don't think the monster's going to it may be a little bit of a disadvantage if it's a sea monster because it's used to the water. If it's raining outside, it doesn't matter to them, but they will be a little off put because it's not they're swimming in it, it's coming down on them. So you may give them a minus one, but you give the player characters a minus two. And you know, other things like that. You've got to take these things into account. How about how about like I said, just driving wind? You're in some place where it's constantly windy and it's hard to put shelter up, it's hard to keep a fire, and if somebody attacks you. You've got to, if, especially if you're using ranged weapons, you know, you got to take into account things like the wind and the weather because that'll throw you off. I give somebody a minus one to fire an arrow in a, in a windstorm or a, and whoa, another one, desert, sandstorm. Oh my goodness. Boy, that can mess you up. And not only that, after the, if you hunker down, and just ride it out. That's probably the best thing you could do. But at the same time, once you hunker down, and if it's like a desert like the Sahara with all sand and stuff, you're gonna, you have no idea which way you're going. You'd have to have a compass or something to tell you which way to go. Because once you know when sandstorms happen in something like that kind of desert, things get covered over. Footprints get covered over, paths get covered over, everything gets changed because of the sand. So next time you're doing an encounter, you might want to think about it, which means I'm saying this to remind me to think about it, but you do too. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta take that into consideration. You may you may be prepared for it. You, the characters may be prepared for it or not. Maybe they know they're going to go into a situation where there's going to be a lot of rain and stuff, so they'll take rain slicks. They may go into a, a condition where there's a lot of snow, so they have snow gear, things like that. Hell, they may have skis. Who knows? You never know. But So they can prepare for it if they know of it. I can always have character make some kind of streetwise or some kind of lore role. Maybe they've been in this area before. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine's from there. He told me all about it. Or I grew up there. Yeah, it rains all the time. You guys better take this stuff. That kind of thing. So these are all the little things you should think of when you're writing an adventure encounter, writing a module. I would love to do like the Keeping the Borderlands in a driving rain. That would be fun. For, for me as a game master anyway. And it's just something you should you should really take advantage of. I should take advantage of it more. I think we should take advantage of it more. So, okay, that's all I got today. So I'm going to go start my day. And if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. And we're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Alan. You guys are great. And there's also a couple of good podcasts I recommend. 
There is Dan Gregg's Jung Grognard podcast. That's Y-U-N-G Grognard podcast. And over on Anchor, there's Mark C. Walrings, the Yawning Albert, and Big John Allen Larges, the Red Dice Diaries. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.